What is up? It's your girl back at it. The Base Box Podcast. Um, I have a really exciting interview this time, but we'll get to that later. Uh, hope you guys are all well. Follow us on the Base Box Podcast on Facebook, CG Agency, on all the socials. Yeah. Um, lots has lots has gone on a lot has gone on in the past month um shows are coming back my sister came out and played a show at the club on a friday then the next morning she played brunch turned up um arizona's crazy i know a lot of you are not in arizona but Arizona is just getting, get, 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 getting it. Um, your girl's fully vaxxed. Hey! So that's really exciting. I went out for brunch on Saturday morning, hung out with some girlfriends. It was really nice to just like put on a summer dress, some lipstick and some mascara and go have brunch with the girls. Uh, normalcy. Hopefully is coming back. Amazing. I've been out dancing to the club. I hope you guys can also go dance too soon. Uh, my first topic is the requirement of a vaccination. So my work put out an email today and they were like, if you wanna come back to work at the call center, you have to be vaccinated. So that's very interesting. I'll be interested to know how people feel about that. Um, also, Dirty Bird Campin said you have to either get a COVID test or a vaccination before you're allowed entry, which I don't know, just me, smart. Some girl the other day when I posted that I got vaccinated, she's like, but this is a trial vaccination what happens in a few years and I was like I don't know guess we'll find out <laughs> um so yeah uh the other day so there's this venue in Phoenix or Tempe it's called Shady Park everyone knows about it they haven't had a show yet and there's all these other clubs opening up but Shady Park like is the spot for your Phoenix electronic music festivities. So John Summit was announced the other day. Who's like kind of, I don't know, maybe kind of a new TJ. He is like Gorgon City, Duke Dumont, um, Deep House. Uh, I set my alarm to go buy tickets for him the other morning at 10 a.m. I got an error on my C tickets and I didn't fucking get tickets and it sold out in two minutes, two minutes. Can you believe that? Uh, fortunately, somebody sold me tickets for a little bit over cost, but um, yeah, it's insane. I'm, uh, I'm a little interested in seeing like how things are gonna be, how costs are gonna be. Uh, I've been to the 
club a few times and nobody wears masks. But also I live in Arizona, so like either everyone's had COVID and they have antibodies or they've gotten vaccinated, so. I don't know. <laughs> um, I do like seeing how people are still streaming. Uh, before COVID happened, I, I was always like, I love not necessarily streams, but like mixes. Nobody would ever put out a mix. It was like, oh, this person put a, out a track or, oh, this person um, recorded their mix at a show. But now there's so many mixes. Like I was thinking it is kind of like the Renaissance period. I don't know. I've just seen people say that online. Maybe this is the next renaissance period because everyone's at home, just pro hopefully producing music, making mixes, doing live streams. So I hope it doesn't stop because it's always nice to hear like new music without going to shows. Um, that's me personally being an old ass bitch, just wanting to jam out in my living room. Um, Something that is interesting is that there isn't a lot of dubstep shows that have been announced in Phoenix. It's mostly house. I went to a drum and bass show the other day, AK-1200. It was so fun. There are a ton of people there getting the fuck down. Um, it was really good just to be in a setting, seeing all my friends dancing on the dance floor um, but yeah not a lot of dubstep has been announced here in Phoenix so hopefully that'll be coming back soon lots of house Gorgon City was just announced today um, yeah and the last thing I have to talk about which I've talked about before is TikTok uh, I think it's funny how, I still think it's funny, how people make TikToks when they're just mixing one record into another record, just doing a transition like DJs do, and everyone in the comments is like, oh, oh my god, um, so I just am, uh, can't think of the word. Not jaded, but elite. I'm a, I'm an elitist. Uh, but Oscar Wilde from Caked Up has recently jumped on the TikTok train, and he's been doing mashups with a drum machine. And like the first one he posted, just killed it. And then he posted more and more and more and more, and it's. It's really cool to see someone that actually has production talent and is utilizing that towards their networking on TikTok. So definitely recommend going to check out, check out Oscar Wilde on TikTok. Um, this interview is so good. I love it. Um, it's Dave Singleton. I've known him for a few years. He is a 
production, like a VJ for a lot of big shit. Like he is, he's done the Olympics, he's done Major Laser, Diplo. I'm really, really honored to have taken some of his time out and afterwards he was like I wish we could have talked more like we could just talk forever um, he's a really cool guy and I'm excited for you guys to see our our banter our, our witty banter. so enjoy hi Dave how are you I'm good how are you I'm good thank you um so thank you for joining me I appreciate it oh, you're welcome nice to be here thank you It'll be exciting to learn about something new. So I've had like a mix and mastering person and I've had some artists and I've had some agents. So I'm trying to go through all the realms of the um, aspects of how to throw a show and you just fit right in perfectly. Uh -oh. um, so it's, it's exciting to, to hear about your career and what you've accomplished thus far. Um, so I'm currently we unemployed, met through... so I'm not entirely sure that's a good, uh, good metric, but <laughs> well, things are getting, th things are getting better. Yeah, they are. It's coming. Um, are you in the United States right now? I am. I'm in New York. Yeah. New York, New York. Um, okay, cool. New York. Um, so you don't have any shows coming up yet at all? We do. We have, um, I've got like, maybe like five or six that have been booked so far there you um, go. for this year, okay. which is kind of cool. It's good. Cool. Well, let's, um, so we met through a mutual friend in a funny way. You were with some friends at a WWE oh show. Yeah. <laughs> And we met through a mutual friend. So that's how you and I know each other. And wow. you came to my um, trailer in Blythe and we raged at the trailer and you met my dad I and did, my yeah. sister. Um, and we had some good times on the river. That was awesome. So I was just thinking about that today. Um, but tell us who you are and how you got started and give me your resume my resume oh boy um okay my name is david singleton i am a production and lighting designer um for the entertainment industry um my background i started i've been in this industry like my entire life so i started uh in the uk like when i was 12 or something doing like theater shows and all that kind of stuff and then slowly transitioned into like the live live world that's where I wanted to be I knew I wanted to do like concerts and gigs and all that good, good stuff and then um yeah just uh, like I also sort of like was a wedding DJ for a while that kind of gave me a little weird in, insight into music <laughs> and then um uh yeah just transitioned into sort of like live events I did work for like various companies so I've worked for rental vendors so like the lighting companies the audio companies i've also worked for um full production companies doing design um done all sorts of things um work-wise i used to own a company in ibiza um which was a an interesting uh experience it's definitely <laughs> a fun environment to be in um and then uh I've, 
yeah just bounced really like i started in um uh started working for a company and ended up getting involved in the olympics in london in 2012 that was that was a pretty good moment um and then transitioned into the sort of festivals and live events really um and that was kind of by accident um i was literally i came out like i knew a lot of people from ibiza and i was like had friends in the industry and stuff and then i just turned around and i was like the it was for a, an edm artist which I will remain nameless for a minute but i just turned around to him and sort of said i can do your shows better and <laughs> it kind of helped <laughs> so <laughs> that's how i got a foot in the door it was yeah it's been interesting <laughs> So um, that's cool. Um, let's see. So who are you working for right now? So right now I have, there's like five or six different artists that I am involved in. Um, it's quite strange because like at the moment, everybody's so quiet. But basically, like my main artist right now is San Hola, um, who's the Dutch Dutch artist um i won't call him a dj because he won't be happy with that he's uh <laughs> very much transitioning into the live world which is cool um I he also... threw a bitchin show in phoenix that i saw you at yeah uh, almost like a year ago and that, that was, was like my last ago. yeah that was my last festival before covid so i appreciate oh that for you Second doing that one, for man. me yeah <laughs> that was good fun um yeah, so he's like my main my main guy, and then um, I also do a lot of work for uh, Diplo and Major Laser, um, and um, some other sort of like less well known artists. Um, there's a guy called Younger who is the most fantastic live performer, and I just every time I do one of his shows, I just like, oh, this is so great. He has like a 360 degree set up around him of like percussion and keyboards and samplers and everything and it's just like it's just a real feel-good show um it's really good fun um cool i'll check some shit out yeah and then i do um some stuff for cray who's um like an edm dj um trying to think who i've missed out <laughs> not sure right now there was there was going to be many opportunities in 2020 as well which uh, sadly didn't happen but yeah we'll see where they go um do you have any buddy in the past that you've worked for that you would maybe put on your resume <laughs> um yeah so like one of my uh foots in the door for like the whole edm world was uh with flux pavilion and i went around the world with flux pavilion that was definitely an experience um he was top of his game at that time uh, headlining festivals so it was really really good fun but it was also kind of like getting thrown in at the deep end because I didn't grow with him as an artist I came in right when he was at the top of his game so right. that was fun um yeah I've done all sorts of different things um different genres I was out on tour um I did a couple of tours with Bastille um who were like the British indie band um mm -hmm. yeah that's a fun with them um and yeah there, there's been a lot of different artists you, you, like for me I tend to get involved in like little projects or little tours um I don't normally sort of stay with them for long periods of time unless they're like a 
they like me I guess I don't know <laughs> yeah well that's cool because then you get to like dip your toes in different genres and like different types of you can be more eclectic instead of just like doing the same shit it's all yeah. you know all the time you can actually like spread your wings and learn and grow like you were talking about so you just reminded me also of a time that we hung out in Vegas oh yeah <laughs> so uh-oh uh yeah um so tell us about production like what do you do like how do you prepare for a show um what do you do at the show what involves after the show okay some loaded questions um so primarily i do production design and lighting design which is um anything that you see flash on the show that's my my gig and then uh normally i get involved heavily in like visuals all the visual aspects of any show um any gag stunt anything like that that they want to do you know if someone comes along and they say hey let's set the stage on fire i'm normally involved in that too (laughs) um happens a lot um yeah so do do a lot of that and basically my role kind of starts right at the beginning of an artist's campaign like so normally artists release eps albums they have a whole like lineup of music that they want to release um so i'll start with them right from the beginning of that and we build out the show we build out what it will look like what kind of moments they want to have in the show um it's hilarious with edm because well it's for me anyway because a lot of the time you never really know what's coming especially when you work with a dj um they unless they like pre-plan their show you have no idea what's coming so those shows are more interesting um you have to go <laughs> those um and then yeah primarily on the road i look after lights visuals uh, so like for like san holo right now i do uh, lighting and visuals and i also take care of all of his camera stuff and then any special effects like pyrotechnics fireworks all the good stuff co2 we like cryo yeah mm-hmm. um that's, that's kind of what i do um yeah we do lots so of- when you do like how do you like map it out like if you you know how do you plan for it like so there's different ways that artists can plan for a show um there's two main ways that you can you can do it you can either do what we call it uh, like a busk show like a punt show which is basically uh nothing's planned you just feel the show um when you're doing lights you have like a lighting board in front of you and most lighting designers will take their own show file as it were so that they have uh, a file on that console that they feel comfortable with they know where everything is and it's easy to find your strobes or whatever it is um so that's like a busk punch show and we just make it up (laughs) um then uh when you get up to like more of a headline level uh, a lot of people tend to go down the route of something called time code which is a system that allows you to completely pre-plan a show um even on dj shows you can do it a lot so the djs will still be playing live but we have systems that let us take that information and it's like fully planned out we know all the visuals will be in sync all the lighting will be in sync all the special effects will happen at the right time um some artists still still punt shows when they get to headline level. Um, it's a lot of fun to do that. There's a, like a lot of adrenaline involved, but mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. 
I, I try to take clients down the route of like pre-planning stuff, especially, you know, you're a headline festival artist. You want to have, uh, you want to have a good show. You want everyone to have like a good experience. Um, but that's all fine and good until the artist decides they want to do something completely different. Change things up on you. Yeah, they just, yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, here's this special guest out back that we want to bring in. And you're like, oh, <laughs> okay, great. well, I'll figure this out. I got Definitely this. got a light for this person somewhere. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. um, what are some memorable shows that you did or have done? Um, like, Ooh. I guess, like maybe even location or just like a badass party. Um, there's so many different types. So, I think in like the EDM world, um, the second you get onto one of those big EDC main stage, ultra main stage, those festivals are just something else. Like, and even like you could have done a hundred of them and you still stand there running a show like that, running lights for a show. And you're like, wow, like I'm here. Give me goosebumps. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you got like a 400 foot wide stage and you're like, Oh wow. This is insane. There's, hundred thousand people here this is cool um so that's they're they're really good fun um i really enjoy those shows uh even i i've done a lot of them and you still get i get goosebumps every time i do one mm-hmm. of those shows i'm just like wow uh, here we go. um other memorable ones uh i kind of like to to tick off the ones in all the different parts of the world now where it's it's a lot of fun it's a big well-known festival like i've got like a little hit list of stuff that i really want to get get on um and right before covid hit we were supposed to um go and do like a whole south america argentina um like brazil all of that and just do all the lollapaloozas down there and everything and i'm bummed that they didn't happen but <laughs> that was yeah. uh they're, they're like really cool shows and then um in other parts uh i've done i've done all sorts of stuff i've done some like corporate shows with big famous people i've done some stuff with uh uh that i just never imagined i would do like i did one show um and it made me laugh with the the boat getting stuck in the suez canal the other day um because we we did the opening ceremony of the new part of the suez canal (laughs) so when i saw this like when i saw the boat get stuck i was like oh I was right there yeah I know I know what that's like Uh uh-oh um yeah so that was a fun one um sat in the the desert in Egypt for six weeks it was like 120 degrees every day holy shit (laughs) it was was pretty savage um and then yeah like I mentioned earlier the London 2012 Olympics that was that was like a big one that was a big fun one to be involved in because there's thousands of people involved in like making one of those shows happen. But when you, you know, you have like a worldwide audience of billions of people watching um, and you've got like your own little part in the show, you've just got to get right. It's that's fun. It's really cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, So what's on your bucket list? What are you hoping for the future? I just want to get out of my house right now. (laughs) (laughs) Come to Arizona. We're fucking all the way open. Everyone's partying, going to the club. I was at the club on Friday. I oh, went to wow. the club last night. Nobody's wearing their masks. I am wearing my mask. I'm actually getting my vaccine tomorrow. But I've nice. I've gone through all of COVID without getting COVID. So well, go, go me. <laughs> um, yep. Uh, but yeah, we're partying out here. So 
um yeah anyway go (laughs) it's coming it's coming everywhere i mean i I think i'm just gonna feel like i've ticked like a massive thing off my list when i just get on another festival and i'm there again and you're in that moment and you're like wow this is this is awesome um bucket lists though i don't know like i really want to go um there's like a specific run of festivals that I want to do in Australia and New Zealand. Um, that's like real bucket list. Uh, and um, I've been to like Japan and places like that, but anything to do with Japan is just awesome. I love that place. <laughs> I really yeah. want to go back there. That's like, I think that will be part of my bucket list forever. And it's just going to keep <laughs> going back to the top. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. Other than that. I don't know. I'll take a guitar um, at this point. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a fucking, we have these shitty parties. They're not shitty. Sorry. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> they're not shitty. They're good. They're good parties, but they're like at this, this like dirt grass lot in like South of the, I don't know. It, it's far to get to now. Actually, I just bought a house. So oh, wow, here's awesome. my house. Um, I bought, thank you. I bought my dad's house. Now I live in Chandler, so I don't live downtown anymore. Nice. Um, I just wanted a yard for all of my, my zoo of animals. Um, but now I'm actually closer to this venue, but they, this is where they throw these big parties and they're usually like mm-hmm. one night and then the next night. And they're just like maybe for eight hours, but there's only like a handful of artists that come, um, so my next question was going to be, what do you have coming up? So if maybe somebody was watching this interview, they'll be at that show and be like, oh yeah, I saw this dude that's doing production here. Oh yeah. Um, on the interview. So what are we booked on that's been announced? Um, Life is Beautiful Festival in Vegas. Um, mm-hmm. That's a favorite of mine. I love that festival. Uh, yeah, we're going to be there. And what other ones? I'm trying to think. I can't tell you all the ones that aren't announced. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> what other ones do we have? Uh, I saw one. I saw one that I commented on the other day. I think you liked oh, it. Oh, there's one. Um, or I North Coast Festival in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yep. That was it. Lineup. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's probably one of the best lineups that I've seen mm. come out since like festival festival started arriving again, being born. Oh, it's exciting. Um, like a rebirth. It is exciting. Um, so you used to live in the UK. Yeah. And now you decided you were going to move to New York. What made you move to New York? Oh, a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I mean, primarily, like, I would say a good, like, 85% of my work is in America as well. So it's, mm-hmm. like, it's one of those things where it's, I, I guess I kind of, like, always knew that I spent more time in America than anywhere else anyway. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it, it made sense. Um, there's, uh, there's a lot that happens here. I think there's a lot of shows that happen here. And, and it's like America is like a big creative hub also. Um, yeah. Like every time you look at like one of the big tours that goes out, you're like, all right, where are the, where's the, the creative team based? Oh, LA or New York. Okay. That's, right. That's it. So it's like your commute to work is not over an ocean it's just like across the country now <laughs> yeah well that's that's the craziest part it's like being in new york it's like six hours to london six hours to la kind of you know it, it 
it's a commute um after a while you kind of just become immune to flights mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a lot of people are like i gotta get in my car and go to work i'm like i gotta get in a car or in a plane for eight mm-hmm. hours and go to a work. car and then a plane and then yeah. another car and then a golf cart <laughs> oh, that's something i'm really excited about golf carts again. get me back on a golf cart there's nothing that's better than really, like the EDC the wind in your face yeah it's awesome it's like 300 golf carts whizzing around this site and you're just like, yes. <laughs> i drive no that no <laughs> the helicopters so um cool well um i think that's all i have for you do you have any questions for me actually let me tell you about the podcast have you been paying attention at all yeah i, I had a little yeah a little so work, i'm I'm working for Cyber Groove, and during COVID, um, my girlfriend, who's also my boss, she's our dubstep agent, and mm-hmm. she's like, I want to start a podcast. And I'm like, I really just have this desire to connect and network with people, and I think that my personality is like really suitable for this type of, I don't know, position, and I'm down to like start a podcast. She's like, all right, let's do this, and I'm like... I already know a lot of people in, in the industry. And so I'm just like doing my thing. And then a lot of drum and bass artists too. So that's cool. We're mm. actually all of our cyber groove girls are coming into town this weekend and coming over to party at my house. So oh yes, <laughs> there'll be some shenanigan posts probably, or no posts on Facebook this weekend, depending <laughs> on how I'm feeling. They'll definitely be. Posts. Um, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, That's probably. Awesome. Oh, there will be. Um, so yeah, we're getting we're getting together, and most of us are girls, so it's going to be kind of hectic. Um, but yeah, so I I really appreciate you coming on and talking about your shit, and it's good to see your face, and I hope yeah. I see it again soon. Yeah, and where, I've been. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, where where are you going to go? Like, what's your next festival? Where do you want to go? Um, I'm going to day trip in LA. Okay. Cool. There's not a lineup for it yet, but I bought my ticket. It was like 50 bucks a year ago or some shit, like six months right. ago. So um, I'm planning on doing that. And then I want to do like a resort inclusive resort festival Yeah. because I've been on Holy Ship like six times, four times the friendship twice. And I'm like, I need to go to a resort festival and just like go fucking party my ass off on the beach in the sand yeah. at night. Like, to this party and then go eat and then go sleep and then drink and like just I don't know I'm we're getting older so yeah. like bougie fest- festivals are kind of my shit now yeah. um yeah like I'm not I'm not trying to go camping anymore um but uh yeah that's that's my plan I want to do like ah oh, shit there's like dirty bird camp in which is in Orlando but I don't really want to do that I want to go to like Mexico do some shit like in in Cancun or something like that's my plan nice I just yeah. hope that none of them uh, none of them turn into another fire festival or something no fun. shit uh, oh Actually, speaking of speaking of speaking I mean that is technically a, a about that? <laughs> bougie career high is it a career high I'm not sure uh, <laughs> that Thanks was for bringing that up oh my god I was just yeah there's a whole little feeling that just went through my body just then when I thought of <laughs> a shiver. Oh, so what a yeah. crazy! That was fun. David went to fire festival, y'all. 
<laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was an interesting experience. I remember literally two days before that festival having no information, no other than we, we had flights. We had um, some very, very helpful people on the ground who just wanted to look after us and that. But other than that, we didn't know anything about what was going on. <laughs> So sounds right up to par with the, the wild. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was fun. But I'm hoping that like all of these festivals are going to come back and like they're going to come back strong. That's what I, yeah. I really. Oh, think. yeah, like, for sure. Even going strong. to the club, there's still like tons of people there already, like in Phoenix. So mm. people are going to definitely be going out and partying for sure. Like people are hungry for it. It's 100. Like, yeah, everybody wants to get out there. Everybody wants to have fun they've been home for too long yeah and, um, i mean the, the only good thing i suppose about like this whole time i feel like is i've been able to connect with a ton of people that i wouldn't have connected with as well um you know, like i've spoken to so many people who i haven't spoken to in a long time or i haven't been able to catch me up too with ages. it's like it's awesome I, i'm on here like this i would not yeah this would be from a hotel room somewhere random otherwise uh yeah it would be from brooklyn so <laughs> Yeah, I've definitely had those too. Like people would reach out to me on like FaceTime. We would chat for hours and I hadn't, it was like my best friend from junior high. I hadn't oh, yeah. talked to her in like 15 years. And like now we talk more uh, often. So yeah, I definitely feel that too. Um, I was going to say your buddy Dub's been sitting here. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen him so long. I know. <laughs> He loves you. <laughs> I don't actually think, I think the last time I saw him was in live, right? Yeah, I think so. Wow. So, yep, we're doing good in our house. Aw, that's awesome. <laughs> and then I have, I have another little shit over here, but you don't know him, so you don't need to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so let's keep in touch. We will, of course. Um, mm. Thank you again for your time, and sorry for the technical difficulties at the beginning. That's fine. But, it, it happens yeah um i, I hope you take to, care yeah i can't wait to see you on a dance floor let's go yes let's fucking go i'm so ready <laughs> have a good night you too thank you so much thank you bye bye <laughs>